Fun ain't cheap. <laughs> Fun ain't cheap. It's oh, still cheap. Let's open with that. Fucking go into such a good saying. Fun ain't cheap. That's my new old guy saying. It's a good. It's a good one. Okay, are we doing this? Yeah, I'm setting it up right now for the live stream. Join Dale and Derek. I don't know if I'm gonna go the distance tonight. Woo! I thought I was about to tap out like an hour and a half ago. I was falling asleep. And then I had one coffee, and late night coffee hits different. It does. I think I like it a lot more. I'm just getting fucking wrecked by allergies. I should fucking irresponsibly drink coffee late just because it's so good. Yeah, fuck sleep. That shit's for the week. I heard I read cheap. Fun ain't cheap. I saw online somewhere somebody was saying that um, the reason people stay up late when they have to work the next day is it's because it's like at night it's your me time where nobody can really tell you what to do. So you don't want to give it up and go to I want to be told what to do time, work time or outside of work time, Mm -hmm. which like wife time. Did you just say white time? No, wife, wife time. It's always white time. <laughs> wife, wife time. It's like wife time. That's why I like Kate. Kate will go to bed at like, I don't know, like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I'm like, oh, it's me and my Xbox for the next three yeah. hours uninterrupted. And, uh, anybody out there, if you're going to get any wide ideas about not getting married as a loophole, it doesn't work because I'm it not doesn't. married. And it's He's the not. exact same thing. Exact same thing. Like Just my girlfriend. Goes to bed and it's exactly like Derek. I'm like, I'm gonna just fucking stay up late and not go to work because I love doing what the stuff I don't, yeah, doing the like stuff I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the solution there is just don't move in with your significant other ever. But on the other ever. T- other hand. It gets so lonely. Like she'll leave for a week and I'll be like, all right. And then like three days later, I'm like, I'm kind of bored. It doesn't. It doesn't get it doesn't get <laughs> lonely because you want to you want to know why it doesn't get lonely? Why? Because I'm fucking my Xbox. That's why. Oh, I hope it just cut out. At, it was like, I'm fucking my Xbox, but I hope it just cut out and I'm fucking my ex. <laughs> <laughs> my ex. <laughs> Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Internet, welcome to episode. Oh, wait, you do your thing. My ex is Fox. Hi, no. Internet. <laughs> hey, Internet, welcome to episode 206 Ooh. of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the ma- things that made people mad online this week, explain why they're dumb for caring. I'm your co-host, Derek Boland. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. And I think Shit, I was just about to say I figured out my ring light, but as soon as I like lifted up my eyebrows, it like just got really bright. But anyways, where I had adjust for low light on and then it was just fucking turning everything blue. And I also think that the shirt I was wearing last week was shiny, so it couldn't get a real good read. So now I put on a black shirt on purpose, not because I want to look like Steve Jobs or because I want to look like a floating head, but. Well, actually, I kind of like looking like a floating head. You do. Makes me look like I have authority. We're on we're on the second consecutive week of Dale just denying he is the pinkest man alive. <laughs> Where he's just like, <laughs> it's like, what is it? It's the light? Is it reality? Is it my shirt? No, Dale. It's your fucking, yeah. it's your beautiful beaming pink face. Yeah. I like how um Last week, we were talking about how when we talk, sometimes we'll say something funny. We'll be like, oh, that was a waste because it wasn't recorded. And you, I was like, why is my face still pink? And you were just like, have you ever considered that you just have a really pink face? <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> any of this is shocking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be a low energy podcast for me because I'm just fucking there's there's pollen. There's pollen in the air. It's that time of year where we got pollen. And uh, yeah, I'm all for the up. week. Like, you thought you were stronger than me because you didn't get COVID, but then allergy season comes and I'm back on top. And you're feeling fine. And I'm just like yeah. fucking ruined. And I went into the office today where like, you know, it's the third week of office reopening and everyone's mm-hmm. still kind of on edge. And I'm in there like fucking sneezing and snorting <laughs> my way across the office and everyone's keeping their distance from me. Mm-hmm. So it's are they doing dogs again? 
no, this is now, we are now a dog unfriendly office. Oh, nice. Um, which I consider a, uh, a small victory, at least for now. I like dogs. Don't get me wrong. Love dogs. No fucking place in the office for them. Dude. Fuck office dogs. Dogs are like penises. I love mine, even yeah. though I don't have a dog, but I, I can tolerate other people's penises like marginally a little bit. I'll pet them once in a while, but I don't want to see them at the office. Yeah. If people are I don't want to see work, them in that's a, park. a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. And if you do see one in a park, make sure it's on a leash. Yeah. And not just running, running free all over the place, running up to other penises and sniffing yeah. them. And maybe biting them if it's unfriendly or mm-hmm. getting bitten by yeah, dog owners just like fucking infuriate me because they like simultaneously act like their dogs are like precious little children and like yeah. equivalent to children in terms of how they should be treated. But mm-hmm. then they also don't take any of the responsibility <laughs> that parents take for their children. Yeah. So it's like it's the worst of both worlds. And uh I went with a uh, our friend Sean has a like a rescue dog. Yeah, who's crazy, <laughs> but he's crazy, but like sweetest dog. Yeah, and like was like literally like rescued from the streets, and who knows what that fucking dog has I seen. Don't know if in she her was lifetime. a rescue. Yeah, she's like she's I been like pay closer attention to my friends. She's yeah, you pay enough attention. She's been yeah, through some shit, um, but it's like we would go for a walk and. Lucy, that's the dog. She's she's on a leash the whole time. Sean has her trained super well with like where like if he sees another dog coming, he will like move her off the path and have her jump up onto something and sit there mm-hmm. until the other dog has come by. And all these other fucking dog owners are just like da, 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 da. and like Sean's trying to like make this conscientious effort to keep his dog away from other dogs. And these other idiot dog owners are just like, hey, run my dog's gonna run up to your fucking dog and yeah. sniff it and like get in its shit. Uh, and Sean's like, Sean would like, just be like, my dog's super unfriendly and your dog will get bit if they do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like they would grab their dog and be on their way. But like every fucking dog owner was like that. And it's like, don't, don't just don't. Yeah. Like one time, like I'm like you, I love dogs or whatever. And it's cool if they're on a leash and you like let them smell their hand and maybe pet them or whatever. But I got used to not petting dogs because COVID that remember when we're scared of COVID being on everything and we're like COVID can get on the dog. And then if you pet the dog, you might get COVID. It was like the whole washing your groceries thing where it was never fucking, it was just an overreaction. And I know it's not true, but I'm still like hesitant to pet strange dogs. But anyways, I was like sitting on a bench and someone's like dog is off the leash and they're like, don't worry. It's friendly. And then it fucking jumps on me. And I'm like, look, I love dogs, but I don't want someone else's fucking dog muddy paws in my lap. Yeah, in my shit. I don't want to have to do laundry because of your fucking dog. Yeah. These pants had three more good wears in them before I had to wash them. Yeah. Plus, (laughs) this dog jumped on me. Now my face is extra pink. What What am I going to do? That's probably what happened. I just I shouldn't have saw that dog before I started the podcast. (laughs) Or maybe I should have bought a ring light that cost more than $40. I mean, you're doing fine. You figured it out. Yeah, my favorite office dog story was uh, I don't know if I told this one on the podcast, but it's like my tell it again. Nobody remembers who's like this, the CMO. So this is like sea level, like leadership. And we had a team level like down by the ocean. Like, no, like sea, like C, like CEO. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> Sorry for derailing your point on my terrible joke for no, no reason. Was, so we had like a department wide meeting that was like 30 people. And we all were all like, this is pre COVID. So we're all sitting in a room ready to like do this like presentation. Like licking each other's faces and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just like spitting in each other's mouths as one did in pre COVID times. And this dog, this office dog, just like trots in to the middle of the meeting and just like diarrheas all over the floor in the middle of this 30 person <laughs> meeting. So we had, I've never seen my boss matter than I saw her that day. And we had to like go and find the dog owner. And this is like 30 people in a, an entire department. You're wasting their time because your dog came and took a messy shit in the middle of a fucking oh, meeting. Was it someone in the meeting? No, it was someone out. It oh. wasn't even someone on the team. It was like their fucking dog was just like roaming the halls and took a monster shit, shit. in the, the middle of our meeting. So that is why that is just one of the reasons I'm opposed to. I love dogs. 
they have no place in the office. Did that person get in shit? No, I don't think so. Oh, they should have been like, I'm not one for at will employment or people getting shit canned on the spot unless they do something that annoys me. I mean, (laughs) the dog definitely should have been fired. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know if the unless there's like a staff member coming in and taking shit in the middle of your meeting. Although that would almost be worth it. If I was having a meeting and someone came in and diary it on the floor, I would kind of be like, if they go, I go. That was amazing. <laughs> I, I have so much respect for that. Why did you link the uh, the gay dinosaur TikTok? Oh, because we talked about it a while ago. You told me about it on a podcast a while ago. And I was like, holy shit, it's the gay dinosaur. I'm going to put it in the comments if we bring it up organically. Oh, well, brought it up. I was like, what is this? A TikTok? And then uh, I was like, this is this is the link. Okay, I'm putting in the comments right now. If you're listening to this on audio, I will um, put it in the show notes. And just, if you're watching just, this on video, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not going to I'm not going to edit it in on the video because it's a very low quality. It won't be bad. It won't be good, but. Yeah. Oh, even if you if you just Google gay dinosaur, it is the first hit that comes up. Really? It's not like a lot of puss anymore. It's not. Uh... <laughs> Remember that joke from when like grade five? Yeah. Or Megasaurus. Megasaurus is the one I remember. <laughs> you can't say oh. that anymore. Dale. No, we can't. It's, uh, it's problematic. I was I wasn't saying the joke. I was just reminiscing on the bad joke people used to tell us and quoting it so it doesn't count yeah bro you look like you're having some troubles with those allergies yeah they're not uh fans aren't worth a claritin derek what our fans aren't worth a claritin no i it doesn't i'm like immune i think i built up like a natural immunity to it over time because i used to like I would take like four of those fucking things a day and it just got to the point where it just has like zero effect on me now. So what is it like pressure inside your sinuses or is just it like, just like a cold? Yeah, it feels like a cold. It's probably COVID. I mean, <laughs> about time. We're all we're all getting it. Everyone's. Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of they. Uh, the. Fucking. Yeah, uh, some circuit judge in the U.S. today ruled that masks on uh, masks on flights and transportation, as mandated by the federal government and the CDC in the United States, is unconstitutional. Nice. Uh, and immediately, uh, a bunch of airlines were like, "We no longer require masks on domestic flights." So that's awesome. It is, but like you see, it's so wild to see, like, because I mean. COVID's still kind of like there or whatever, no, but there's not. there's all these people on like both sides who staked their entire identity on like how they yeah. were approaching the COVID pandemic. Um, people who were like, well, I'm going to be super safe and never leave my house. And people who were like, this whole thing's a fucking scam and I hate the government. And like, nobody's really talking much about COVID anymore, but you see the, the people in both of those camps who are still like... <laughs> They're still carrying on with that insane yeah. shake. They're just like, I don't know how to be a different person in this. And this has been my entire identity. Uh, so they're still carrying on like like people fucking uh, United Airlines was like, oh, effective immediately because of this court decision. We will no longer be requiring masks on domestic flights. And there's people immediately commenting, being like, oh, well, I'm canceling my flight because uh uh, yeah, are you issuing refunds because I'm not taking this unsafe flight with my family? And then there's also people in the comments being like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy a thousand United tickets to destinations that I'll never <laughs> fly to just to support this." Or and it, mm-hmm. like, guys, come on, find find a new identity or find a new cause to latch onto. There's lots of options out there. It doesn't have to be the COVID reaction shit anymore. There's what? Wait, when? What day was this? What today? That this oh, literally what about, today. Remember that that video that came up of that like Christian group singing on the plane, and everybody like flipped out about how annoying it would be, and it was like restored my faith in humanity. Did you see that? 
I, I heard about it. I haven't yeah. actually seen the video. Well, it yet. was like it was like this guy with an acoustic guitar. I didn't oh. listen to it because I didn't want to. Oh. And he was play- on in the aisle of a plane and they're singing like a Christian song. And it was funny because it showed this guy's face and he was just like knew he was on camera, but he was like. He like it was like this. He was like. And uh, everybody like and then Ilhan Omar, some political woman, I guess. She's I'm a not... con- congresswoman from Minnesota. Yeah, she was like, how about if me and my family sang on a plane? And then everybody railed against her because they like they turned it into a racial issue and being like about religion and stuff about being like, oh, it's just you're just mad because it was Christians and blah, blah, blah. But it's like for the most part, every single comment I saw was like, this is so fucking annoying. Yeah. And mine and mine was like, if I was on that plane, we'd find out what it would be like to have an emergency landing because I would turn to violence. I would be the guy who flipped out on the plane and punched a guy. What was it back in December when there were like that that influencer flight down to Mexico? Oh, yeah. Everyone. I would rather be on that flight with those fucking people like vaping and partying and doing cocaine and crowd surfing on each other. Yeah. Then I would with one guy with an acoustic guitar. (laughs) And I've been the guy with an acoustic guitar plenty of times in my life. But like playing on a fucking air, like Mm. I don't care whether it's like a Christian sing along or a Muslim singer sing along or you're fucking covering Wonderwall or Kumbaya. Like, don't the why? Why? Why would you do that on an airplane? Yeah. Why? I don't even want people to talk to me on the airplane. Like, fuck off. It's it's silent time. This is like we all grit our teeth and just bear through it because nobody's ever been like, oh, good. I get to fly. They're like, cool. Like, I'm going like, to fly like to flying. somewhere. Like you flying. don't actually like the flight. You I like, like just I like the... being somewhere else. No, don't I, you? I like I like the whole experience. What you like? I like your... like. Okay, barring it's relaxing to sit in one spot for a couple hours, you like just like being crammed into and an like airplane. The, the ritual of it? No, like you get your like whatever. You bring like a book or you bring your headset. You can listen to shit. I like me. I like meeting people on planes and like having conversations with them. Oh my god! What? what? This is one of those Derek's an extrovert and Dale's an introvert. Yeah. Remember that time you were like, I like just meeting new people like elevator friends. <laughs> and I almost puked in my mouth. <laughs> You're like, I talk to people in like, the elevator the that fuck? I don't know. And I I'm like, mo- oh. I feel like most people share your opinion because I'll get onto an elevator and it'll be a total stranger. And I'll be like, Hey there, how you doing? And they'll be like, why are you talking to me? Like, just don't. <laughs> They're just like, it's like a that. urinal. Yeah. Except for you're yeah. allowed to say goodbye. My whole the way I make elevator friends is when they get off of like, have a good day. (laughs) And that's our whole interaction. Nobody says anything when you get on and you're totally silent for however many floors. And then they're like, have a good day. Oh, man. Or like a little head nod. I'm so quiet in the elevator that Andrea will be talking to me while someone else is there. And I'm like, don't talk to me. And she'll be like, what? I'm just having a conversation. I'm like, no, it's rude. To have a conversation when someone can't get away from you i don't want i don't want this person to actually think i'm talking to them accidentally <laughs> yeah. and then i have to have a conversation with them. no i just i don't want to be on an elevator and then that person gets on with his wife and is like oh this guy was talking to his girlfriend when i was on the elevator so it's okay for me to talk to my wife on the elevator and then they have a conversation about their life and i'll just be like oh Unless they talk about some crazy shit. Yeah. Well, that would be like they start talking about conspiracy theories. This is the only time it's okay to talk on an elevator or even like, no, if they're talking about like, imagine like this really conservative, like buttoned up couple gets on the elevator and they start talking talking about about butt sex. Well, oh, yeah. Or they're talking about like going to like a key party or something that night or like, is is that that's what they're called, right? Yeah. 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 The the orgy thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, age yourself with one term key party that, does nobody call do they just call them i think they fuck, just call them orgies now. now orgies well Gang millennials bangs? can't afford cars or generation z's can't have cars True. so they're not key parties they're just do, do millennials swap parties. do they do what? wife swaps oh all the time am i just not going to the right parties I don't, oh, the other thing I want to talk about, I was, uh, 
<laughs> on that note, you guys. Uh, you're welcome, audio listeners. Um, <laughs> Kate and I started watching this uh, fucking show called it's because we're suckers for like cringy reality TV Ooh, about relationships. That's almost as bad um, as talking on an elevator for me. It's fucking there's one called The Ultimatum and it's all these people who are like, as the name suggests, one partner wants to get married and mm-hmm. the other partner doesn't want to get married. So the they go on this show and then they split up for like it's 10 weeks to, or something to resolve your differences to decide if they want to stay together or like split up. But the thing about this show Ten that gets weeks? me the thing I don't know. I don't actually know how long it is. Um, but the thing that gets me about the show is that all these couples are like fucking 23 or 24 years old and they're all hot. So I'm like, I'm like, here's, there's like, there's no skin in the game. You put like a 35 year old on that show and they're going to make some like fucking life altering decisions because the 35 year old deciding to leave a relationship and go back out there into the dating field is vastly different. A 23 year old who's hot. Number one, you shouldn't be getting married in the first place. And number two, if your long-term relationship ends when you're hot and 23, you can, you can fucking walk into another one tomorrow. Yeah. Your long-term relationship was at max, what, three years, or if you met in high school, four or five or whatever age. Yeah. That's ridiculous. When, when when is, when is high school? Yeah, dude. Like you were saying, if it's like even older than 35, like if it's you and me, and we go on there and we're 41 and 42 and us deciding to break up, let alone just figuring out living arrangements. That's not nuts. Yeah, dude. I would like at this point in my life for like, I'm trying to think of like what Kate would have to do for me to like be willing to end it and then re-enter the dating pool. Oh my and I'm God. like, like that bar is like, so high i'm like you like maybe like fuck a dude and then kill him in front of me like while forcing me to watch (laughs) and like maybe i would end it with you over that but (laughs) is it worth getting back out there i don't know yeah no like for me after andrea i'm retired i'm hanging up i'm hanging up my dating shoes the game is over i'm just gonna be weird uncle with a hawaiian shirt who shows up at the parties and then drinks two beers and tells sad stories. That's yeah. gonna be me. That's fine. That's a good that someone's gotta yep. someone's gotta be that guy. Why not yeah. you? Why not you, Dale? I mean, I think about what I would do, but it also for some reason, whenever a guy in our situation thinks about what they would do post relationship, they're always rich. Like dudes right. are like, yeah, I'll just like do what I want to discover my hobbies and stuff. It's like, no, you'll go to work and then come home and play Xbox just like you do right now. The only difference is you won't talk to someone and eat meals with someone. Yeah. You'll just be by yourself. That part forever. that Dale and I were talking about at the beginning of the podcast when it's you time and it's dope, but incredibly lonely. It's yeah. just that, but all the time. All the time. I realize now I missed a fucking softball segue when we were talking about office dogs and shitting into the uh, the guy who just cleared half a million dollars for. Oh, office. yeah, I was I was going to bring that up, too, but I forgot. Dude, can I just say this guy's like, I know we're at that point in society where we're not allowed to make fun of mental illnesses and stuff. But I feel like the pendulum swinging the other way. So I'm just going to say it. This guy is a wuss. If you have, if he has a panic attack because people threw him a birthday party, like a full blown panic attack. I mean, maybe you shouldn't have a job where you are around other people because when people do nice things for you. Oh, and the wild thing was, so he, he texted his boss and he's like, please don't throw me a party. I have anxiety or whatever. And then he has a panic attack and he has to go sit in his car. And then the next day they pull him into the office and they're like reprimanding him for being rude and stuff to everybody. And then he has another panic attack. And then the next week they fire him. And then he sues them for $450,000 for like, not or for discriminating against his disability 
But the weird thing was that the people who fired him said they fired him for physical violence. So it's like, it's like, wait, 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 what are we missing here? Like, did the workplace lie about the physical violence or did his panic attack include him struggling and sporadically striking somebody by accident or did his panic attack trigger his flight or fight and he threw punches? Well, no. So the way the the quote in the article says uh, they believed he was enraged and possibly about to get violent, which to me suggests he he didn't actually get like, Uh oh, oh, there's the possibility they'll get about to get violent. There's so much I fucking love about the story. Number one, uh, like if you've ever worked in an office, you know that the awkward fucking birthday ritual where someone brings in a shitty cake from a fucking grocery store and you all I the like, only guy who still likes getting cake at work. No, like I, I appreciate the free cake, <laughs> but like the whole ritual is like so fucking awkward. And you like just yeah. like you get together with your coworkers, you eat a piece of cake, you sing happy birthday to the person whose birthday it is. You all stand mm-hmm, around, mm-hmm. you make awkward conversation holding a fucking paper plate for 10 minutes. And Wait, back, you don't like to work. You don't like work birthday conversations, but you'll talk to strangers in an elevator. No, I, like I, I like it, but it's like, which is weird because I love awkward work, work birthday conversations at work. I like it because it's like forced awkward. But I love the thing <laughs> I love most about this story is that like. This company was so committed to the awkward fucking birthday. <laughs> birthday yeah. celebration that they got dinged half a million dollars for it and the, <laughs> the other second thing is that like okay like the guy like whatever you know anxiety disorders are real i understand that like this guy probably shouldn't work in a social setting if if it's like maybe he just doesn't like being the center of attention i know people like that so like what i get it I mean, I'm an introvert and I still love being the center of attention. You're a very special kind of introvert. I know, but (laughs) I I break all the rules. (laughs) Even like Noah, I remember the first he still gets like visibly uncomfortable when you sing a happy birthday to him on his birthday. Okay, that's that's happy birthday, though. That song sucks. And nobody likes for his first couple of years. It was like he would actually cry from awkwardness when you sang happy birthday to him and that kid 100% has an anxiety disorder so like this is probably looking into his future which is why I probably sympathize with this guy a little bit more um the the other thing is that like when the guy like went to his manager and fucking complained about it and the manager accused him of stealing joy it's like dude Here's the thing. I like my job. I like the office. Nobody finds fucking joy at an office, especially yeah. not over some fucking awkward ass birthday ritual where you're eating cheap cake on fucking paper <laughs> plates and making stilted conversations. Like, like if the guy came to you and said, hey, you shouldn't have. Uh, I wish you wouldn't have done this. Like I asked you to not do this. Just be like, yeah, you know, you're right, dude. Sorry. Don't get so defensive that you're like, you're stealing the joy of all these people. And if he hadn't done that, I'm sure the company would be half a million dollars richer right now. Saying you're stealing joy is just as bad as not being able to handle that social situation. Like, I don't know. It's hard because like, I know society, we're not down on tough love and stuff, but this is just one of those situations where if you just grit your teeth and get through it you'll just be able to live easier i know anxiety disorders are bad and people have panic attacks and stuff but this isn't going to be an all-day thing like this is probably like a half hour lunch thing so if you could just like muscle through a half hour and like eat some cake and be like thanks for wishing me happy birthday and just be awkward and weird they'll be like oh this was awkward and weird maybe we shouldn't but like i don't know well i don't know I'm kind of bad at this too, because I've never had a full blown panic attack. I mean, there was one time when I smoked weed at a party and I had to leave and I went home and I watched a movie, but that's, that's, I don't know if that counts. Does that count? Yeah, I think so. Why wouldn't it? Cause you smoked weed. Yeah. Cause it was a drug induced. It was like two puffs induced (laughs) back when I was, well, I'm still super lightweight. I was just going to pretend I wasn't, but I am, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's just, I feel like 
maybe it's for me personally when people are like you're a big deal this is all for you i'd be like yeah and i would just love it so much i yeah, wouldn't have too. a panic attack yeah but if if it was like opposite of birthday like bad day like everybody surprised you like a roast yeah like we're like, gonna roast you now they surprise you in the lunchroom and they're like, you're bad at your job. Nobody respects you. We might fire you at any moment. Yeah. I don't know why you're still working here. And then someone else will be like, yeah, you broke everything and I'm stealing your favorite like office chair and stuff. Then I would have a panic attack. Yeah. Your face is too pink. Your face is too pink to work here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they'd say, Dale. I'd be like, my face is so pink. Here, have a ah. piece of fucking roast cake, pink face. <laughs> Wait. Dude, the best would be if we found out they just roasted him and I was just like the biggest asshole for saying it. Maybe that's yeah, we don't know what their birthday birthday rituals are. I mean, yeah, the guy could have muscled through it, or the guy could have just like what do you get in more trouble for like toughing it out and having an anxiety attack or like, hey, when people say they want to do a birthday thing for you, be like, OK, hold up. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And then go have a nap in your car for 45 minutes and let them like celebrate without you and get everyone mm -hmm. back to work and then just show up and act like nothing happened. Boom. Yeah. Half a million dollars. The also the get having a panic attack when he's reprimanded the next day. Yeah. I feel like that's not good adult workplace I mean, good, behavior. Good. Good for him for like even knowing that he was going to have a panic attack, like grabbing his balls and standing up to them. Uh my other the other standout quote that I liked is when the uh, when the fucking um, then the the corporation, the employer tried to like go full full snowflake and say that like, oh, well, he didn't violate our uh, our, you know, physical violence policy. This sets a dangerous precedent that like any type of workplace violence is acceptable <sighs> And it's like, okay, so now you're saying that like everything is violence. There is stuff you don't like is violence in the workplace. Uh, it, so this this is all like like at first I was like because I was thinking about my job, but once the job workplace went full snowflake on him, like they're like, he's a thief of joy. How could he he's do a this to us? He's setting up. This, this is violence yeah <laughs> like that that makes me side with him because before i was like dude you gotta muscle through and stuff but as soon as i've heard you like talk about how they're just like being like full-on he hurt our feelings yeah yeah i mean like uh fucking i'm trying to see if i can like find a picture of this guy somewhere over under oh no, i guess i guess we're not that podcast where we just make fun of how he looks physically uh no we can't do that. although i guess everybody who i'm scared of offending that is our friends probably doesn't listen to this anyway because we, we would have offended them we numerous times in the 206 episodes so far probably at least 206 times possibly more anyway i don't know Dude. what he looks like uh advice to uh employers out there if someone if someone just says like hey i'd be more comfortable if we didn't do this thing just don't just don't do it i think also i just wanted to point out that this happened in kentucky yeah which kind of puts a whole new spin on it because you're like in the south you just figure i don't know is that that's because it's not racist i just feel like people in the south are tougher and put up with stuff yeah i guess it's stereotyping yeah just stereotyping the south just stare stare yeah love love biscuits and gravy tougher find joy in office birthday cake uh but also consider words violence typical southerner yeah do you know what else didn't go as someone had planned oh dale what tucker carlson's new trailer for his Let's go <laughs> i saw this i haven't seen the trailer yet Oh, my God, dude, you got to watch the trailer because, OK, anybody who hasn't seen this trailer here, I'll put the link right in the comment section right now. What Go is watch it. It's it. Like the end of end of man it's the end something? of man. So he's trying. He's like, it's a video and it's like showing. Oh, wait, I think I li linked the wrong one. Sorry. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I linked the math books one. 
right. Just ignore that first one. I, I okay, linked. On. I'm watching it. Okay. I'm watching it. You get to see my live reaction. Nice. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> first 10 seconds. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Oh, it won't post. Oh, I guess it's. Oh, wait, it posted twice. Dude, did you watch uh, The Righteous Gemstones? Uh, I started watching it, but I kind of punched out because it was uh... just like. I have this thing where I can handle shows about people being bad people if bad stuff happens to them and they kind of redeem themselves or whatever. Cause there's like, there's a lot of shows where the basic character portrayal, like curb your enthusiasm or it's always sunny in Philadelphia is people behaving badly, but I can only watch those shows when bad stuff happens to them because they're behaving badly and righteous gemstones. I just felt like they're being bad people, but they weren't really having to pay for their sins yeah. type of deal. They never really do. Yeah. So I, I don't like that type of thing when they get away with it because it just uh, makes me feel like the world is unjust. Anyway, there's a there's a whole storyline in there about like uh, the, the son Calvin has his like God squad and it's all like very like thinly veiled homoerotic jokes. And it's all these dudes that get together and like get shirtless and like pump iron for Jesus together. And that's basically what this entire video reminds me of. Yeah. Because like in the first in the first five seconds it's jump cut of a bunch of dudes doing push-ups guy shooting a gun of, at like a bottle of oil exploding <laughs> and then a guy <laughs> milking a cow and then a guy flipping uh sausages on a grill <laughs> and then yeah. two dudes wrestling and it just somehow and i'm not saying this in a uh in a way that is derogatory to gay people who I respect and love very much. This is like, this is, this is a super gay video. Okay. Do you want me to George Takai? He, yeah. his quote on the video is this is so gay. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's a guy named Mark Harris. And this is what he said. I am sitting here next to my gay husband, living my gay life, reading a gay novelist research for my new gay book. And yet I am <laughs> I am not and will never be as gay as whatever is haunting Tucker Carlson's fantasies. <laughs> That's yeah, the best uh, quote. It's interesting. Yeah, it's it's very do you think it was accidental how homoerotic it was? Because this like when stuff is like this blatantly homoerotic like it shows a guy suntanning his junk outside and he's fully naked and just he his was, crotch is covered it looks like he's like standing up against like a electric car charging station or something with yeah like that's like him suntanning his nuts his, or something his dick yeah yeah so it's like they do all this stuff and it's like this is so homoerotic i feel like the people who made the video did it on purpose as like a fuck you to my boss. Yeah, like this is this has got to be like a very intentional troll of mm -hmm. Tucker Carl, but like Tucker Carlson himself, and probably like many other people who work for him, like signed off on this and thought yeah. it was a good. And maybe the whole thing was just like, oh, let's get a bunch of people talking about how. Uh, how gay Tucker is or like exposing themselves as homophobes by saying, which like another thing I would like to discuss is how Tucker fucking Carlson, mm -hmm. who was like the little bow tied dork on that crossfire show, like baby faced fuck. He had a, he had a pinker face than Dale DeRuiter. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> and, and he was like, Tucker Carlson was never a guy anyone would ever be like oh this guy's the authority on masculinity and i still mm -hmm. don't think anyone would say that so how no. he like became this conservative figure where like people are like oh yeah when i want to when i want to learn about masculinity fucking tucker carlson that's the guy i'm gonna turn to uh i don't i don't know how or when that happened or why 
or why anyone yeah. would listen to what he has to say about it. And it's funny because it's obvious beside it being homoerotic, it's obviously someone who doesn't do manly stuff being like, this is what men do. Yeah. They like <laughs> they chop logs with their shirt off all the time and they get all sweaty and they don't they, care because they they're men. Me. They shoot bottles full of vegetable oil. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is like what would happen if you asked a gay simulation what being a man was. <laughs> it's just like AI came up with yeah. all these things. He's just like, men do push-ups, right? Because I've seen that on TV and I've never done push-ups myself, but I'm pretty sure manly men do push-ups. Like he just thinks it would be so funny to like see inside his head and what he thinks manly men do. And it's just like doing push-ups in a forest or something stupid like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, uh, so good. It's good. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's good. It's good. That kind of, are we done with that? That kind of just abruptly ended. It's good. You know what else is super manly? Are you? I hope you're going segueing to the thing. I thought. I think you're going to segue to, and not the thing you could possibly segue to. Okay. You know what else is super manly? What? Dick? Jerking off so hard you tear your lungs. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that is what Tucker Carlson should have put in his fucking video, because what the? Okay. Question for you. Yes. TMI time for our listeners. If you want to yes! tune out or mute, I us love here TMI time. What is the TMI. worst masturbation injury you've ever had? You've ever given yourself? Uh, I ripped off a mole off the tip of my penis, and it shot blood everywhere. That was Jesus that's Christ. the worst. <laughs> Were you not ready for that TMI? I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. God I've never it. told anybody that before in my life, <laughs> and now you and just, just told everybody. I'm just glad it's out in the world now, and I don't have to hold that inside my shame chamber anymore. Yeah, I mean, my like, I I made I've made my dick bleed before, but that's just from like excessive mm -hmm. and chafing, right? Like, there's never been like. Yeah, I, I just want to say it long. freaked me the fuck out. Like, I wasn't like, oh, now my dick's bleeding. I was like. <gasps> Oh my God, my dick's broken. Oh shit. <laughs> like that. Every guy in some time, they're like, I broke my dick. Oh fuck. Like, would they chafe it too much or whatever? And yeah. then, like, 10 minutes later, they're like, seems all right. I, I should go again. <laughs> that seems good. I'm not dead. So it's obviously fine. <laughs> Still, like, a piece of yeah. your dick flying off uh, would be something. Yeah. Um, and, I really lucked out because it's not one of those horror stories you get busted with. It's just like something that happened. And I was just like, whoop. And nobody, if I wouldn't have told you guys now, nobody would you ever know. But you would you would never known. I'm fucking 42. I don't care. Cancel hey, me. So do you want to, do you want to describe? Uh... What, what was your TMI? Oh, mine was just like too, probably too much. Like I, I masturbated so much that my like, my dick chafed to the point of like bleeding like it was like raw like just like yeah like a like a raw steak with like blood pooling <laughs> on the surface <laughs> and that's only happened like and i'm ashamed to admit that's happened like that that wasn't just a one-time thing that has probably <laughs> happened at various stages throughout my life uh none recently however mm -hmm. but yeah Dick, dick blood was involved, but I <laughs> never collapsed a lung, which is a good thing. And the worst part about dick blood is when you have an erection, there's so much pressure behind it yeah. that it seems like a nightmare, never, like a massacre. Never stop spurting. Okay. Let's stop talking about our dick blood and talk about this guy hurting himself, masturbating and focus on how he's dumb and we're fine. Okay. So this guy in Switzerland, who's 20. Um, I'm reading what happened and it was like, oh, yeah. what happened? Yeah. He was just like masturbating and then his like lung collapsed. Yeah. He, uh, it's almost oh, like a perforated fuck. lung because they're saying what happened was, 
Oh, do you want me to try read this big word? Uh, the one that starts with a PN? Yeah. Yeah. Pneumomediastinum. Yeah. Nailed it. Nice. I think. So that, that was good enough. <laughs> I got it in one try. That's when um, the cavity that's not your lungs, that's in your chest. It's basically like on the shows, like on house or whatever, when the guy's like, chest is all fucked up and then they slice it and then you hear air escaping and then he like can breathe again that's what happened was the like i guess the lining in his lung ripped because he i can't remember what was it because he has he had like asthma or something did he pre-existing condition um okay wait it can spawn so this is what they're talking about pneumomidiastinum is it can spontaneously arise when a sudden increase in pressure within the chest cavity causes a tear in certain lung membranes, allowing air to leak out. So basically air was leaking through his lungs into his chest cavity. Yeah. So the triggers could include acute asthma attack, strenuous exercise, or violent vomiting. Or, well, I guess this jerking off would count as strenuous exercise. Well, how strenuous... Man only had a history of mild asthma and denied any other known risk factors. So near as doctors could tell, his masturbation had to be the culprit. They did find a few reports of this injury likely brought on by sex. But this is the first uh, first masturbatory. I got to go uh, blow my nose really quick here. Um, okay. I'll fall apart. Keep, okay. keep, talking. keep talking. I'm just going to talk about the one time that... Should I save this story for you? I was going to talk about the time... I got hooked up to an EKG because of violent vomiting. Did you no, hear that? You could start it. Just, okay. Just go. Just go. Just okay. do it. So in my, in my late 20s, I was having chest pains. And I thought I might be having a heart attack because I don't know, like I'm not a hypochondriac. I'm just more where like if something's wrong, I want it fucking dealt with as soon as possible. So it's like, I'm not one of those guys who's going to be like, oh, I'm going to the hospital when nothing's wrong. But I'm also not one of those guys who's like, yeah, I had cancer for three years, but I didn't know what was up. I'm like one of those guys where it's like, if something's wrong, I go directly to the hospital. I'm like, take a look at the shit. Is there anything wrong with me? So what happened was I was having these chest pains and I was like, I might be having a heart attack. I didn't think I was having a heart attack because I was so young. I was like, but I better make sure because they say chest pains is a thing. So I go to emergency and they hook me up to the EKG machine and they're like, everything looks okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. What do you think it might be? And they're like, you had, and I was like, cause I had like shooting chest pains. And I was like, it felt like little lightning bolts, like around my heart or whatever. And then the doctor was like, were you drinking recently? And I was like, yeah, it was like my birthday two days ago. And they're like, did you get really drunk on your birthday? And I was like, yeah, I did. And he's like, and did you puke a lot? And I was like, well, not then, but the next day I puked a lot. And they're like, well, you pull the muscle behind your heart, most likely. And that's what the shooting <laughs> from pain up? is from. Yeah, from throwing up. And you. I think he, he knew it because like I had like the pop blood, blood vessels in my eyes <laughs> or my eyelids like. I had little like what looked like tiny little herpes in dots all along here because I was so hung over the next day that I didn't have any liquid in me. So when I went to barf, like nothing came out. It was just like, <sighs> and then it was like, I popped some blood vessels in my eyes and apparently stretched or tore a muscle behind my heart that made it feel like I was having a heart attack. Damn, bro. Yeah, man. Good for you. That's why I sure can't party like that no more. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of makes me thankful we don't party like that. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of not partying like that, we're going to take next week off because we're going to Derek's little brother's bachelor party. Bachelor party. And I'm going to see Dale be so hungover. He's ripping, ripping muscles in his heart. No, 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 no. I don't drink like that anymore because I have gout slash three day hangover. So I was actually debating whether I was going to have any drinks at all. Just be like, go sober totally or not. Yeah. Be my sober, bro. 
Yeah, fine. Because I would only oh, have one God. or two, so I'll just I'll just crush like twelve fake beers. Yeah. But funny thing was, like Andrea, like she's like, okay, you're going to this bachelor party. There's not going to be like strippers or anything. There is there. I was like, oh no. Hey, no, no, no. Beach. Yeah, and the best part was, I was like, we're going to Qualicum Beach to an Airbnb. And the, the the planning in the chat for the bachelor party is on Friday night. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to be making pasta from scratch. <laughs> Saturday night, we're going to a, a German schnitzel house. This is like the least... This is like the tamest bachelor party. Jared just is like stoked to hang out with the bros and go like sit in a sauna with like a bunch of dudes. I would way rather have pasta from scratch than hang out with strippers because (laughs) once once I stopped partying as hard as I did, hanging out with strippers lost its luster because it's uh, they're a lot louder when you're sober and it's not as much fun. Yeah. Have you been to a strip club sober? It's depressing, man. It's uh yeah, and expensive. It's 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 half depressing, half annoying because you're like, wow, this sucks. What's going on? Why are these girls here? And then you think about it, you're like, oh fuck, they're making that much money. That sucks. Wish I could just be a stripper instead of going to work tomorrow. Yeah, why didn't <laughs> I learn how to dance? And then like also yeah. like a lot of you look at the way like a lot of dudes behave in strip clubs. You're just like like a lot of them are like fine and respect the rules or whatever. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of like really gross, creepy guys who go to those things. And... Yeah, there's there's guys where you're like, oh, like they just they hold in all their asshole creepiness. And then it just like spills just out of the stripper at the strip club <laughs> and then yeah. act like they're entitled to do that because they're paying for the service which is uh is not true so yeah this is going to be a pretty tame uh pretty tame which i'm fine with i'm party, I i'm pumped i'm bringing my nintendo switch kenan's bringing his nice. nintendo switch we're gonna bring oh, some dope. nintendo switches should i bring some board games yeah fuck fuck yeah Dang. bro let's let's board game it teach everybody how to play farkle yeah bring some board board games games, some stiff boards yeah yeah some hard some (laughs) some uh some eh? qualicum stripper i'm now i'm curious so i'm just gonna google if this is a thing or not i I cannot imagine it is now that we're talking about it i'm like what kind of like we might have to go to parksville to get a stripper oh (laughs) another thing i totally forgot about this what i was like when andrea was having this conversation i was like andrea the only titties we're gonna see at this bachelor party is if we go to the goats on the roof cafe and go to that weird creepy wood shop in the back where some guy just like carved a whole bunch of naked ladies and is selling them like it's a normal thing to do (laughs) yep have you been in there there's like these girls in these weird sexual poses and they're like carved out of wood and stuff. And you're like, who would buy this bench and just put it in their house? Because it's like $800. So it's not like you just buy this naked lady carved a bench and like put it somewhere. Nowhere, buddy's going to see it. Cause it's like 800 bucks. So you got to like show off your art. Make piece. sure you're showing it off. Yeah. And then your friends come over and like pretend it's okay to have a perverted furniture and be like, Ooh, yeah, that's very interesting. Where did you say you got this card again? Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, it's weird. Do you jerk oh, off to your chair? We might have options. Jerk off in your chair to your chair. I mean, that's kind of skipping a step. Okay. How's this? What would you rather your friends catch you having? The Lars toilet from a couple episodes ago or naked booby sexy lady carved chair. Wait, what was the first one? The Lars from Metallica toilet from a couple episodes ago. Which one of those would be more awkward having your friends come in and see? Maybe not your friends toilet for sure. Maybe just random guests. Anyone. Yeah. Because yeah. our friends, they would just think it's hilarious to be like, this thing is so ugly. Why do you have this? Yeah. Yeah. They would have to be like normal people see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, what do you look at? Would you find anything? I'm looking at uh, Vancouver Island strippers. So, <laughs> as video. <laughs> uh this is this is so much better than regular Dale and Derek do Google on the podcast. It's Derek like squinting like he's a boomer. You look like a boomer watching porn. <laughs> That's just basically like, what I'm what? doing right now. What are they doing to each other in there? Wait, where's Campbell River? That's I think that's pretty far away. That's up north. Uh, I don't think you want to go like too remote. Wait, Campbell River. Welcome to Geography Factory, where we find out where cities are on the island. What the fuck? That's like... <clears throat> oh, people live up there? <laughs> How much would a job have to pay you to live in Campbell River? We... Uh, oh yeah, I guess we're done talking about this guy ripping his lung masturbating, eh? I mean, it looks nice enough. What to rip your lung masturbating? No, Campbell River. But like, imagine like, because like, number one, you're like in this outpost, and then you're also on the island. So if you ever want to yeah. get to like a city, like an actual city, or get to like an airport to like fly to another country, which like yeah. whatever, like. You would have another like, country fucking jet boy over here. That's a fucking six hour. That's like a fucking six hour drive. Probably. Do you know how long it's been since I've been on a plane? Uh, at least two years, three years Four, I think really three or four years since I've been on a plane because I had a streak going and then COVID hit. So it just kind of arbitrarily inflated my streak. And I was going to break it for Jared's wedding, but we're driving now instead. I've been fly. I haven't flown since Gre- Greta Thunberg told me not to. This girl is not 21 years old. <laughs> okay. We're stalling out. So let's do one more story and then call it. How's that? Oh, can I send this to you privately? So you send it to me it. privately. Don't put it in the chat. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Vanessa Hudgens, guess what she claims she can do? Uh, well, I already saw it in the thing, so oh. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blow it. Okay, so Vanessa Hudgens, the uh, star of High School Musical, believes she talks to ghosts, which makes her twice as hot in my eyes, because that's like a de facto threesome. There's what? No, she's not fucking. It's not like that scene in Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, but no, you'll be having sex with Vanessa Hudgens and then there'll be ghosts there. Because if she talks to ghosts, she could be like, hey, watch Dale have sex with me. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm cool with that. That's not that's like weird ghost cucking thing. I don't know if that counts. Ghost cucking. Yeah. Yeah. No, that wouldn't count because that would be reverse. Ghost cucking would be like if a ghost made me watch the ghost fuck Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. So I'd be like ghost voyeurism. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I guess the big selling point is Vanessa Hudgens would be there. Yeah. The ghosts are just kind of like the spice. They're like, they're like the whipped cream on top of the cupcake. Whereas Vanessa Hudgens is still the cupcake. Yeah. Wait, did she say yeah. what the ghosts talked to her about? Oh, gross. What? She's so she was on um she was talking to Kelly Clarkson. Does Kelly Clarkson have a show or something? I'm I'm assuming. I feel like everybody has a show right now. I'm assuming she does. They all fucking bitter flavor and got podcasts where they actually interview famous people. Yeah. But they're fa- they too are famous. Yeah. Did we you ever don't. hear? The uh, Adam Carolla quote on how to have a successful podcast. No, what? Be really famous before you start your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I could see that helping. Um. Okay, here's here's what she said. I've accepted the fact that I see things and I hear things. 
The unknown is scary, but I recently, but I recently was like, no, this is a gift and something that I have the ability to do. So I'm going to leave in, lean into it. I remember getting ready for school when I was eight years old and there was like, you know, those ducks that you pull the string. It's a toy. There was one of those on the dining room table and I started walking and it just started going alongside me. That is a weak ass, boring ass ghost story. That's that's that is why she believes yeah. she can talk to oh, ghosts. I, yeah. And then she said, North Wilmington is one of the oldest, most haunted places in North America. I was chasing around my ghost for like 10 minutes solid and then it got away too freaky and I just left. I feel like the ghost might have lost a husband at war and she's waiting for her man to come back to her. It was definitely a female spirit. I could tell that you're not even you. Didn't she say she could talk to ghosts? Okay, that took a wild turn. And this article has no bridge in between that. It's just like she's like, yeah, you know, those little stuff, toys, ducks. One walked beside me and then it's like smash cut. I'm chasing this fucking widow ghost around in Wilmington. This is some bad narrative. Yeah, I don't I don't believe any of this shit. You know what? It's so weird how many uh fucking celebrities and famous people legitimately uh like hire mediums and shit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um there's no way, nice way to say this. A lot of people who are actors, it's they they're good at acting because they don't have too much of a personality that they could just adopt a new personality. Like I feel like Tom Cruise is just kind of like a blank slate. So he can easily turn into a character that he's acting because he could just like invite that, that character in and overwrite whatever playing characters in there. Yeah. So when people are like that, they're also easily convinced of stuff like what mediums would say. But sometimes I like to just freak myself out and be like, what if they know the truth? What if it's all true? What if there are ghosts? What if Vanessa Hudgens did chase around a ghost on the, sh- oh, while she okay. was shooting journey to the mysterious Island in the form of a stuffed doctor, whatever the, whatever. What the fuck is journey Two? journey Two? Yeah. I've never oh. heard of that. What is journey? Let alone journey. What is journey one? I don't know here. I'm going to quickly Google this because that's what we do on this podcast. We Google stuff. I bet people, this is one of those things. Oh, the mysterious Island 2012. Oh shit. The fucking rocks in it. I've seen this. Wait, what? Oh, it's the sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh, 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 oh, it's very confusing. Uh, Why wouldn't it be called Journey to the Center of the Earth 2? Uh, Was the first one called Journey, semicolon, or Journey, colon, the center of the Earth? The center of the, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. It's possible. Let me see. Oh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's possible. No, it's just called Journey to the Center of the Earth. So that came out in 2008. And then four years later, they're like, we're going to do the most confusing thing ever. We're just going to call it Journey to colon the mysterious island. Oh, I see what they did there. Because it's like Journey Uh, to the Center of the Earth. Journey to the mysterious island. Journey to colon. The mysterious island. Fucking mind blown. Right? Was this old enough that The Rock still had hair? Nope, he was bald already in 2012. Oh, 2012. That's that's when Journey 2 came out. That's 10 years ago, Derek. That was a decade ago. A whole decade. So your dad's sneezing now. Are you done? I'm I'm I packed it I packed it in like five minutes ago. I started going down this Vancouver Island uh, escort rabbit hole, and then uh, and now the allergies are just washing over me. 
that's God telling you as a married man, you shouldn't be looking at that shit. They're not, not because it's me. wrong or anything. But They're because... not for me. Okay. It's not for me. <laughs> okay. Um, Vanessa Hutchins, if you uh, need, oh, ever God, need anybody terrible. to go look at ghosts with you, I'm your boy. Damn. Call me up. Damn. I want to see a ghost. I've Damn. never seen a ghost. What? I'm just going to be spamming you with these pictures all night. <laughs> <laughs> what are you sending it to? What? Facebook chat? Well, I sent one to your Facebook chat, but this one, this one's coming, coming in hot to your phone. Oh, shit. Text message pictures. Sorry, I just saw. <laughs> All right. If anybody else wants to see how funny it is, just do what Derek did. Fucking blow up your computer by Googling strippers on Vancouver. Your work computer, no less. Hey, Internet, thanks for tuning in to episode 206 of Outrage Factory. I've been your co-host, Derek Bola. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can follow the podcast Twitter at OutrageFactPod. Um, like us if, on Facebook. Yeah, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. You could send us an email at OutrageFactory. No, it's not that. It's OutrageFactPod at gmail.com. And if you need to know these links for these strippers on vancouver island i will forward them to you dale will 100 percent forward them yes to you. uh if you uh you know like the podcast please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast that does help spread the word about us if you really like the podcast uh you can tell your friends about us or recommend us to people and if you really 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 like the podcast uh, there will someday be a time where you can go us money on Patreon, but I still have not set that up. So today, today is not that day. You could just fucking e-transfer us money to, yeah, e-transfer us money to that Gmail account. We there promise you go. It will not go directly into the, uh, the, bachelor party uh dancer fund <laughs> it'll go into buying a keg of non-alcoholic beer so once again we will uh we will be taking off next week for a brief yeah. hiatus but we will back be back the week following uh to catch everyone up on the last two weeks of internet outrage and we will not have any war stories or good stories because we will have just been making past and playing board games which to me is awesome. Yeah. It's it's perfect, perfect party. Stand so doesn't, playing board doesn't games. make really good stories when you're like, the dude, boys. we were playing this board game and it was totally awesome. Dude, for my bachelor party, if it ever happens, let's just have a two-day DD sesh. That's it. Two full days straight DD. Uh yeah. Fucking yeah. easy. I'll I'll plan that one, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Until next week. Stay angry.